Alright, welcome back Facebook friends. Welcome back to another night of excitement as we continue to talk about uh, team diversity versus uniformity. And now we're going to be looking uh, and moving towards demographic variables, the comparison between demographic variables, which are gender, age, and race, vice psychological variables, which is personality, values, and abilities. And we're going to talk about which ones are most influential and interesting as it comes to diversity. And what's interesting is this, what's really great about this study is that we're becoming more and more aware of the differences between uh, baby boomers and Gen Xers versus millennials. And it's really interesting when you start looking at it, and I'm going to really get into it in a minute. But let's start off the way we like to start off with telling everyone where we are and what what we're studying. We are in the book Leader Shifts by John C. Maxwell, and uh, he is the number one leadership and management expert in the world. And um, you can get his book on Amazon, or you can get it at uh, John Maxwell. Dot com or if you put John Maxwell in, I'm sure you can get it that way as well. But what's really interesting is, um, yeah, so that's how you can learn about the book we're in. And we're in a chapter, we're doing a comparison between team uniformity and shifting to uh, team diversity. And when we shift to team diversity, we're starting to learn how to be inclusive. Yesterday, we talked about... Uh, when we talked about being inclusive, we talked about how they don't feel uh, that we have to ha create a sharing culture. And today we're going to talk about um, diversity in the different variables, broadening your perspective on what diversity entails. And that's why we were looking at these variables, which I'll explain in a moment. It is interesting how these variables take place. Think about it. Baby boomers and Gen Xs think of diversity in terms of race, gender, and, and um, age. Whereas millennials think in terms of psychological aspects and, was it, psychological... Well, psychological variables, which is personality, values, and abilities. Personality, values, and ability. So why the change? I began to think about that. Why do you think that millennials think in such a different manner? If you think about our culture and the way it's been, been developed, I think we get a better picture. If you understand that the world is getting more integrated... We find more uh, uh, integration of, of, of uh, ethnic backgrounds and cultures. So when you have all of these races coming together and blending together so that no one is just pure white or Indian or Polish. You've got Polish with Italian, Greeks with... Um, that you've got Africans, you've got blacks with whites, you've got Spanish with, uh, with whites and Spanish with blacks, uh, Puerto Ricans and uh, what's the other one? Um, 
Filipinos all mixing together and they're all growing together the lines of race age and gender start to be blurred so that people don't excuse my my eyes itching so that people when those things begin to be blurred people don't look at those things anymore because they're not they're not relevant because when you're growing up in an environment that always has which is almost like Martin Luther King said you've got white and red and black and 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 all kinds of people growing up together it wasn't that way when I grew up and probably wasn't that way when a lot of you other baby boomers grew up you, you grew up if you were white you grew up in predominantly white area if you were black you grew up in predominantly, predominantly black area or Asian or Puerto Rican or Spanish you grew up with an environment that pretty much had the same thing but today's environments are so much different there's so much integration that the the children that are growing up as they continue to get older don't think much about race and gender and age why because they've grown up in those environments from very young ages so that's why diversity is more involved with uh, the psychological things like um, personality and abilities and what was the third one I always forget them. values values personality and abilities because those things now become center stage because the others are not even seen a lot of times by Millennials they see people as people and they want to work together and it's the minds of people that really uh, excites them getting inside their minds and understanding the people all together is more important than age and gender and race so as I said in the title here to be successful you're going to have to change yourself in the environment because the environment has changed itself we need to be more accepting and understanding of that and then focus on what's really important God gave us all a mind to think and to be able to 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 share ideas and all those ideas have even weight no one's idea is less important than another's they all need to be explored and understood particularly in an environment which is diverse itself it needs to be because you've got these blended families and you've got these blended environments that together they need to be able to understand how to communicate within that environment itself effectively and particularly from a business standpoint if you want to expect to stay in business but also from a social standpoint talking about the individual employee who feels I uh, not isolated but feels like uh, they're losing a part of them every day well part of that challenge is that we start becoming introverted and not reaching out to understand other people because as we do that as we begin to understand then a whole new world opens up because it increases our awareness when our awareness increases then we begin to see more opportunities opportunities that we never saw before 
We thought this was it. This is all I'm going to do. This is all I got. But then you start talking. You start understanding other people and their environments. And you say, wait a minute. I never thought about that. I could possibly learn that Spanish class. And then, you know, there's down the street, there's a there's a, um, a little Spanish library. I could start teaching. And that would be exciting for me. Something like that. Or... Um, just being able to get involved with the culture, like, um, uh, what is it, the 5th of May, uh, oh, what's it called, oh, my boss's birthday, it'll come to me, I forgot the name of the holiday, uh, Spanish holiday, but, uh, yeah, he, oh, let me see, I got the calendar up here, let's see if it's up there, uh, No, it's not on my calendar. Anyways, yeah, so to be able to understand that, because of the diversity that we have to be able to change within that environment, change not only the person, but the environment. It's interesting where I work now, the environment is different, uh, much more different than I uh, ever imagined. But what's great about it is this is such a cohesive team that I'm excited to be a part of it because unlike a lot of the other environments within the company, I'm enjoying the diversity within our group. And uh, we even got uh, a lady from the Bahamas, I think it was, that recently became a citizen. I mean, really. So, one note I wanted to make. So, it's not about um, equality, because he gives a comparison here, uh, and there's a quote from Bernard Tyson, the CEO of Kaiser Permanente. He said, we've evolved from equality to equity. So you say, what's the difference between equality and equity? But listen what he says. Equality means, says that everybody gets equal. Equity says, no, everybody gets what they need. Isn't that neat? Instead of equal, but what you need. People need different things. Equality, you you may give some to some and it may satisfy, but not enough to others. So then when you start talking about equity, it changes your perspective on how you approach things. Knowing that we're all different, but we all comprehend differently too. And we all have different needs. No one's the same. So when you start saying equality versus equity, and you start understanding what equity is, then your perspective changes on how you approach a team or a uh, social event or a group that you're part of. Because now you start thinking about the needs of others and getting your eyes off yourself versus just trying to be equal. He put, he put a note here, he said, part of building an inclusive environment it's not how you're going to change the person. It's how you're going to change yourself in the environment in which the person is going to be successful. That requires us to think differently and treat diversity differently. Bang. Exactly where I, what I was talking about. Treating diversity differently. Thinking differently. Because, let's face it, the environment that we're in is not the same as when the baby boomers 
uh, went to the job market. Things are entirely different. And, and millennials are very passionate people. When there's something worth being passionate about, if we don't start to dig deep and allow them to become a part and inclusive within organizations, it is so easy in the social environment with these smartphones to just get lost into a different world. And you see it all the time uh, at work sometimes. People have headsets on and you're having a conversation and you turn around, you look, and they're in their own world. They're getting work done, but, you know, they got their headset on and they've, they, they've shut the world out. It's kind of a different environment from what we grew up in. Happens to be all the time. Um, you almost hate to interrupt someone sometimes because they're like zipping along uh, to their music or whatever they're listening to at the time. So, the lesson today, again, is on allowing ourselves to broaden the definitions that are involved with diversity. We can no longer think of diversity as race, age, and gender. We need to begin to clear that out, not see color anymore, not see ethnic ethnicity anymore and to start seeing um, psychological not psychological I keep always saying psychological what was it term? personality start seeing personality values and abilities personalities and that's a wonderful thing because that's what that's what makes us different that's what makes us us is that great personality and abilities So, on that note, when we start taking that approach, when we start looking at interacting and communicating and trying to include people, it becomes a very different conversation. And what's really interesting, then that's why questions become even more important. And active listening is so critical. Because when you start hearing and listening and asking questions, Listen intently so you can ask intelligent questions back. And based on the value, the quality of your question lets the person know that, yes, he does care or she does care about me. She is interested in what I have to say. And then it makes your meetings more exciting. So when you go to a meeting, people are excited to go there as opposed to afraid and thinking they're going to be a wallflower because they don't have a they don't have a say, but now they do because the, the diversity is defined differently and our perspectives have changed. Great stuff, which is here in leaderships, but is it in all the companies? Absolutely not. Now, how do we get it there? Hopefully by continuing to uh, bring these up and in in, uh, insisting that leadership understands these concepts of diversity and understands more about communicating with others. It's going to take communication to do that. And, and that's probably one of the greatest things that I've found on this team because it's the one thing that, that separates great teams from not so great teams is that great teams don't hoard information. They, are, they willfully share it and they willfully work together towards common goals 
to achieve the objectives. I've seen that and I get excited about it because you don't see it all the time. There is there's none of that in, in this team that I'm on. There's none of that, you know, you come to someone and they get irritated and they don't want to tell you. And then the next time you have a question, you really don't want to ask them because or their body language is such that figure it out yourself. I ain't going to help you type attitude. I didn't find that here. And it's rare. And I commend my buddy for uh, for creating that environment because I think a lot of it is a credit to him and the quality of people that he put together. And I was just I'm just happy to be part of it. Now, now, how is your work environment? Maybe as a gift, you may want to slip a copy of this book in your manager's lab and hopefully they will open the cover and, and begin to read it and when they get to the chapter on uniformity and uh, team uniformity versus diversity maybe it will be an eye-opener for them but that's my lesson today um earlier today uh, i really enjoyed it i really enjoy understanding even better myself uh, the thought processes of millennials. I always wondered sometimes, you know, we always talk about the newer generations and how do they think and what are they doing? And this really is an eye-opener about understanding that they just want to be, well, and, and, and you want to uh, break it down, they just want to be included, they just want to be loved, they want to be counted, just like everyone else, not looked at like they're weird or they're non-productive because a lot of times, in this environment, because they grew up with computers, they are more comfortable and need to be more involved. And we need to be more inclusive of them because they've got so much, so much to share, particularly coming from their perspective. We need to watch that old perspective. Let's face it, we're getting older anyways. So if we don't, uh, we're going to be pushed out anyways because... Uh, they, in order to communicate or to, um, yeah, to communicate and be effective in today's business environment, we have to. We don't have a choice. So I think this is a great lesson, just like the last one. We've got one more section to the inclusive section, which is tomorrow, and then we move on to the, the next section when you're getting close to the end here. But this has been, oh yeah, yeah, this has been a very interesting study that I love sharing and I am putting together like I said some opportunities um, I'm gonna work hard this week because my goal is next Saturday but to get it out hopefully a little earlier than that because I need to dig deeper with you so we can really cause a transformation in your life so that you can begin to live your passion and impact lives in a great way Thank you. Again, I had some t-shirts out there. I just put some new ones out. I've got over 100 different uh, quotes on t-shirts. Uh, I'm sure you're going to find something that resonates with you that you'd like to share around. As a matter of fact, I had one on when I was on the cruise last week, and the lady couldn't read the bottom of it. Uh, one of my favorite ones it was talking about uh, it, it's hard to make a decision. Uh, oh, what's that one that I love to... 
Man, I've got so many quotes that I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's one that's hard to make a decision. Hold on a second. I will tell you what it is right now because um, it is one of my uh, one of my ads as well. Give me a second. This is a great quote that I always enjoy. Um sharing always enjoy sharing give me half a second I will be there yep almost there ooh, ooh, too far just right no this is trying to tell me am I trying to okay Let's see if it's there. No, not there. Okay, well, hold it, hold it. Just about there. All right, just a second. I will be there. I think this one is great. I had it on. There's so many quotes that I've done that I want to get it right. And I'm just about... Just flipping through a few photos. Give me a second. And we are. Yeah. You cannot make progress without making a decision. And it's that picture. Let's see. Let's see if I can show you. Yeah. Yeah. You may be able to read it, but you could you could find this one. You cannot make progress without first making a decision. And the lady was trying to read the bottom of it because the bottom half of that had that, and I had my shirt tucked in. Me being the neat guy from the baby boomer generation. Anyways, the lady stopped. And she said, "I am just puzzled at what the end of that says. You cannot make progress." And then I pulled it out. She said, "Ah, thank you," without first making a decision. Great stuff. So that, they can be great conversation pieces too as you walk around. People act like they're not reading them, but everyone reads t-shirts when they see them as they walk by. So you can make a difference just by what you wear. That's it for tonight. Have a great night. Continue to invite your friends. I am having such a great time. And uh, yeah, take, uh, check out the t-shirts. And I will talk to you tomorrow. I'm going to try and get something more exciting, to, uh, some more exciting things for us to do. Well, uh, before I go, I, I put out there, what would you like to see on the t-shirt? And I correct it because I, you know, you type it so fast sometimes. And then you go back and you read it and you're like, oh, shoot, I made a misspell. Excuse me. So I corrected my my uh, my words that I put in, put in my uh my request, what would you like to see and what would you wear on a t-shirt? Let me know and I will talk to you tomorrow.